And they said to one another, mm -hmm. who will roll uh -oh. away the stone for us? Let me say that again. And they said to one another, who will roll away the stone for us out of the door of the tomb? And then in verse 4, and they looked up. And they looked up. And distinctly, they saw that the stone was already rolled back because it was very large. As God gives us grace this morning, we would like to talk to you from the subject that God gave us, that it's already done. I hope that you have heard us this morning. It's already done. We hope that you know that when God is in it, we will win it, and it's already done. It's already done. Come on, Pastor I, and give us some information this morning. Grace and peace to all of you this morning as I stand here. To deliver the word of God, Dr. Brown and I have found ourselves uh, somewhat enamored and uh, fond of many of the GEICO insurance commercials. I know many of you all know Hump Day and the squirrels high-fiving each other and all of that kind of stuff. But, but, but somewhat older commercials um, that remind us of our subject today was uh, one of their commercials where there was a husband and a wife and their dog, which appeared to be stranded because the dog, the, the car had died. That car had died. Anybody ever been on the side of the road where your car just couldn't go any further? Well, almost instantaneously, but actually it was instinctively, the wife uh, contacts Geico Roadside Assistance using the app on her phone. And without saying a word to her husband, a few short minutes later, the roadside assistant arrives. So he does what he needs to do, puts the jump on the car, gets the battery back to life, the engine starts up, and voila, they are ready to get back on the road. Nobody says anything to anybody, but you hear the dog who howls in approval of the work that Geico and their roadside people have done. It looks like I got a little bit of uh, sound effects behind me uh, this morning. Now, the husband looks a little bit stunned uh, regarding the great service that they have just received, but the wife, she smiles as if to say, I knew they would come through. And Geico closes the commercial with the slogan, some things are better done than said. And on this Easter Sunday morning, our Resurrection Sunday, our concentration is how God came through for our women, our ladies, who, who were going to anoint Jesus' body at the tomb. 
them. And, and they found that something, a.k.a. the stone, was better taken care of. Now, in other words, it was better to be done than to be talked about. I know there's a witness in the, in the, in the crowd this morning. So I ask you a question right up front. <clears throat> Pardon me. Does God always know what we need? Doesn't God always know what we need even before we ask? Uh -huh. I believe the answer to that question is found in Matthew, the 8th, the 6th chapter, the B clause in verse number 8. And many times, doesn't he just go ahead and, and take care of our situations before we can ever uh, even get ourselves all geared up to become involved in our problems? Uh, I know there's a witness out there that, that knows in our virtual world that it's all ready done. I know there have been times and issues that have come your way where God has stepped in. You see this story, this story in Mark falls in line with our didactic look at his gospel. Here we have three women who are being dissatisfied with the way Jesus was put away in the tomb. They decided to rise up early on the day after the Sabbath and go to prepare his body with the spices. The word says they, they went and purchased the spices to anoint his body. And as the sun was rising, so that tells us, my brothers and sisters, that we're looking at a time frame that's very early in the morning as the sun was rising. Our sister girls, they call them out, Mary Magdalene, the woman who had the demons removed from her, Mary who was the mother of James and Salome, they get some perfumes and then they go to the tomb. Oh, uh -huh. we, we called them our sister girls this morning and we use that uh, uh, fondly. We, we use that as a term of endearment because if they are like some of the sisters that we know now, uh, that some of them have probably seen uh, some very hard moments. Uh, yeah. uh, and some of them, I believe, have had some sleepless nights. You all uh -huh. ever had sleepless nights? Some of them have had some situations that made them tore up from the floor, yeah, ransacked yeah. by life's twist and turn. Yet through it all, through yes. it all, through it all, they have learned to trust in Jesus, yes. and they learn to trust in God. And yes. they knew that more needed to be done regarding their Savior Jesus. So as they began to walk towards the, the tomb, the Bible says that they began to talk amongst themselves. It's a rare situation when you can get three women together and they don't have something to say. Hallelujah. I'm talking to somebody this morning amongst themselves. I, 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 can, I know what it's like to be a woman and have uh, two other women on your side and, and you got something to talk about as you make your way where 
walking, they're walking, making their way to the tomb on the day after the Sabbath. Uh, hallelujah. Their conversation centered on the stone which would have needed to be moved out of the way in order to get to Jesus' body. Uh, no doubt, no doubt, they were wondering, they were speaking about, they were trying to figure out who was going to roll back the stone to the tomb where Jesus lay. They, they probably, you know how we can do how we can stop it and hold hands and make a prayer chain and begin to start praying, oh Lord, send somebody to roll away the stone, Lord, Lord, let somebody help, let, let somebody come dressed as we need them and roll the stone away. I can see them now because they had a stone problem. They, they had a stone problem. Anybody out there ever had a stone problem? Ever had something so big in your way that you can't figure out how it's going to move. Yeah. You see it as an obstacle that yeah. you don't know how you're going to get it out of your way. That that stone is keeping you from getting to where you believe you're supposed to be. That oh, yeah. stone is keeping you from realizing your dreams. That yeah. stone is keeping you from yeah. starting your business. That stone is keeping you from getting Hallelujah. I know, I know, I know. I, I've had some stones in my life. Yes, yes, yes. That have kept me and tried to block my vision mm. so that I could not uh, see the promise that God had given unto me. They, 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 they began they began to agonize over it a bit. I, I know what it's like to agonize over it. I, I hope I'm not the only one this morning who knows what it's like to agonize over a stone in your life. Yes. I believe they might even ran some scenarios in their heads as to how they were going to get over mm. this hurdle. Through their faith, though their faith was riveted by the events they had seen, especially the death of their Savior. Oh, can I tell you that these women loved Jesus? Yes, uh, they hung right in there from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. they, they, they saw what had happened to him. They saw how they nailed him, how they pierced him, how he died, and how they buried him. They, they probably kept on traveling to the, to the tomb, though, as, even though they thought about this stone, because they didn't really know what they would find when they got there. But, but but something kept them moving. Yes, yes, yes. You, you, you see here, you see here, the, the stone uh, really was the only major area that they had considered. It, it, it stands to reason because by and large it was the largest problem that they knew that they would have difficulty with mm. getting to Jesus. Difficulty it would be difficult. They knew it was going to be difficult because either they, they, they did not know how the difficulty of moving the stone would be or the actual strength that it would take to move it out of the way. This was their perceived difficulty. That, that, that they knew they would have some trouble, some, some issues uh, once they arrived at the tomb. Our, our women, our women, our women knew it was going to be difficult. That's the first thing they knew. The second thing that was going to happen was discouragement. Oh, 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 I know, I know, I know.
like to don't like to acknowledge they're discouraged. I, I, I know they, 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 they're above that. Yeah. I, I know that discouragement never knocks on your door. But for those of us every now and then when yeah. discouragement shows up and it's big and it's bad and, yeah. it, it, and, it can, and it makes its way to you, but discouragement shows up. You see, they already knew there was going to be some discouragement in the situation because the Jews had not done anything in their opinion to properly, properly, Pastor Keith, as it was in their custom to prepare his body, their precious Lord, uh, that they, they, they didn't, they didn't uh, 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 properly bury him. Uh-huh. Yet, yet uh, they, they, uh, they had, uh, they appeared not to consider the discouragement because there was going to be something else that could discourage him, and that was there was going to be guards standing in position with orders not to let any spectators get to the tomb uh, or let Jesus out of the tomb. Ah, uh, uh, just in case, just in case, just in case that he was uh, who he said he was and that he was going to rise from the dead as he had already told them, the guards. Uh, the guards should and, and would have been sufficient discouragement, but but all the sisters seem to worry and to talk about in the text is how the stone was going to get rolled away. Uh-huh. Not, not, not only was it large, not only was it big, but, but, but it was heavy, too heavy yes. for three women to move out of the way. And it seems as if they really didn't have a plan. They had no plan as to how. They were going to move the stone away. They had no additional help. Uh, wasn't nobody on Facebook that early in the morning. Uh, uh, who, who can you tweet and, and get them to come to your rescue? Uh, they didn't have any pulleys. They didn't have uh, uh, big uh, bodybuilding men that were accompanying them. Uh, no, no, no. They had none of that. Uh, so they were going to be discouraged. Uh, but the other word we're going to give you this morning is deterrent. And the deterrent should have been all of these. They should have been deterred by how difficult it was going to be. Yeah. They should have been deterred by how discouraging it could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. All of these things, the stone, the guards, the fact that the stone had sealed the door. But, but they ignored all of those deterrents. And they focused only on the stone. Can I tell you, people of God, I'm getting ready to move in a minute. When the stones of life come our way, and they will, yeah, they will. It may be difficult. It may even be discouraging. But whatever you do, can we tell you, don't be deterred from making your way to Jesus. Hallelujah, bless God. Amen. Come on, Pastor Amen. King. Give us a little bit more. But when what to their wondering eyes should appear. Y'all yeah, forgive yeah, yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. for this Christian Christmas kind of reference. Uh, but what to their wondering eyes would appear when they looked up. Uh, for when the power of God came, they didn't know it, but 
they as they stop looking down, perhaps all sorrowful and all broken and disgusted. Well, and, uh, they decided they needed to look up. When they looked up, they saw the stone had already been rolled away. Oh, we praise God. It had already been done. Somebody out there ought to be saying it in my it's already done. It was already done for them. It was, it, it, the stone was already pushed back. Uh, uh, God had already helped them by rolling the stone away. He had already rolled away despair. He had rolled away their confusion regarding the stone. He had rolled away incredulity. incredulity. Uh, he had rolled away angst and anxiety. And he had rolled away terror. And it helped them to replace it all with faith because he had done something for them that they didn't expect. God will do the unexpected. Well, yes, he will. I'm a witness this morning that he will do what he said he would do. He will come in the midnight hour. He will come and he will do things that you didn't know he was going to do. It's already done. Somebody in virtual land out there ought to be saying it's already done. It's already done. You see, when God is implementing his perfect plans, we can see that God will not only bring us through dangers that are seen. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. But he'll bring us through dangers that are unseen as well. When the stones of life appear larger than life, we can know that God will take care of us. I, well, I mean, let me get a little personal here. We will know that God will take care of us, and I will tell you, I know that God will take care of me. Oh, yes, he has, because he's done it time and time yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, can, we can know that we can cast all of our cares on God, because he'll, he'll take care of us. I hope there are some witnesses out there today. I hope you're listening to us and, and you're soaking it in because when God is in charge, we can know that it's already done. When God is implementing his plans in our circumstances, we can say to our problems, it's already done. When God is implementing his plans for our healing, this side or in heaven, we can say it's already done. Somebody ought to be saying amen out there. We just want to magnify and bless the Lord today because the scripture tells us that when the sister girls looked up, all they could see was that it, that major issue, that major concern, that hardest problem that they thought they had was already done. Somebody out there, I hope you're shouting to yourself and saying amen because it's already done. And if we look at our major issues that our leaders of the faith face, can't we truly say that it was already done? When the children of Israel were in bondage, didn't God tell Moses that he had already given him the promised land because it was already done. And when Lazarus died, didn't Jesus say that he was merely sleeping, although he appeared to be dead to all the people around him? Well, and when Lazarus was resurrected, weren't they amazed? Ah, because it was already done. And when he had 
we had some issues. We had some issues, some problems and some concerns and some tossing and turning at night and some toiling and straining when it seemed like they were all dormant for a while, yet now rearing their ugly heads. Didn't we put it in God's hands? And didn't he tell us it's going to be all right? Because the God who rules the future let us know that it was already done. Oh, I hope y'all are hearing us today. It's already done. The problems that, that we look at, we don't have to look at them no more. Just look up because it's already done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good news this yes. morning, saints. I hope you are soaking this in, this message into your heart. But can I just uh, tell you just a quick little uh, story, and then we'll uh, move on a little further. Well, there is a story told, a story told about a, a, a trooper, state trooper, who pulls over a car that uh, happens to have as its driver a priest. Uh -huh. The priest, the priest, when he puts the window down, officer, may I help you? Uh, what the officer immediately smells is alcohol. Oh, Lord, alcohol on his breath. Mm -hmm. The next thing he notices is there happens to be an empty wine bottle laying on the passenger seat. So the trooper asks the question, you all guessed it, have you been drinking? Ah, uh, the priest is proud, and the priest just uh, says, uh, sir, I've only been drinking water. And so, of course, to the officer says to him, then why do I smell wine? So the priest uh, looks down at the bottle and he shouts, good Lord, he's done it again. Oh, somebody going to get that. Somebody going to get that later on in the day while you're sitting home uh, watching TV. Yes, 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 he's done it again. Well, we interject some humor this morning into the sermon here, but our point is that uh, if God has done these things for you, before, uh, he can uh, do it again. Uh -huh. won't, won't he lift us up and, and turn us around and yeah. place our feet on solid ground? Yeah. I know that's yeah. somebody's story and somebody's testimony this morning. Won't, won't he do it, as we say, uh, uh, in the 21st century? And, and it's not when he does it or when he takes us through or when he gets us around it or, uh -huh. or when he gets us over it yeah. because with God the answers are yay and amen. Yes. So it's already done. Already. We just have to wait for the manifestation to take place in our lives. Uh -huh. But as we consider the eyes of the women in our scripture this morning, isn't it interesting how easily we can we can easily not see something uh, that should be obvious unto us. Uh -huh. Oh, surely they believed in God. Uh, yes, 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 they did. Uh, as Willie Moe will say on Praise 104.1, he will say that the God of our past, uh, the God of our history, and the God of our future, that God that has the mystery, and the God of today is the present of the present is a gift 
what? Timing. Uh, yeah, I want you to remind yourself it's a matter of timing. You see, in God's own time, he has a way of allowing our problems to not to impact us any longer and so that our problems paralyze us. Uh-huh. You see, God does the heavy lifting yeah. to roll our stones out of our way. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. because that's what he did in the story. Before they could even ask for help, they just talking about it like girls can talk about it. God had already been there, and in record time, he took care of the issue. And let me tell you something. In God's own time, my brothers and sisters, I need you all to hear me this morning. The coronavirus, the pandemic, which swept across the world, will be rolled away. And after a while, after a while, we will be able to go out and to greet one another and to worship together and to fellowship with one another in each other's presence in the house of God. Yeah. But can I tell you that the next time we are allowed out in the world again, may we remember what God has done. May we remember to keep first things first. May we remember that we serve a jealous God. And may we remember that he will always be the one that we need to focus on. Somebody going to get that. Somebody going to say hallelujah, hallelujah to the Lamb. We got to get some things right before we go back out again into the world and be the salt and the light that he's called us to be in God's own time. In God's own time. And since he works and controls the future, can I tell somebody it's all Ready done. Already done. Already done. Already done. Already done. We're going to accept it and we're going to thank God in advance. Ah, for the victory is in our hands. Oh, no need. No need for our coulda, woulda, shoulda. Because guess what, church? It's already done. When God is in it, we sure gonna win it. Because it is all ready done. When our ladies and our ladies, our girls in the text were contemplating their next steps as they were going to the tomb. Our second point tells us that comes to life is, guess what? It may seem complicated. Somebody say it may seem complicated. But God has already completed. God's already completed. Oh yeah, Hallelujah. yeah, yeah. Just, just like, just like yes. when you, when you type in information, yes. uh, you have on your phone. Many of us have smartphones. Hallelujah. Uh, we hate to say it, but uh, most of the phones are smarter than the people who own them. Glory to God. That's a sermon for another day. Uh, but, 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 but we have these phones that have these features. Uh, but you can store your notes in it. I know uh, Pastor Keith really likes to use that. I would use it. I'm sure many of you have put some notes in your phone or in your tablet. Uh, and the information is it's being recorded. It's being recorded as you put it in there. But until you press the word done, uh, the little button that says done, uh, until you do that, uh, it's not 
complete. Uh -huh. you, 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 you see, God is taking the notes uh -huh. on this Easter Sunday. Yes, yes, yes. And, and he has come back to life yes. in his son Jesus. Yes. And, and, and really what Jesus has done is press the button done uh, yeah. in our lives. Yes, oh, yes, he has. Uh, he'll press the button done uh, before you have to worry about some things. Yes. I, I don't know this morning uh, who I'm talking to, yes. but somebody ought to understand uh, that you don't have to worry because uh, yes. he's already pressed done. Uh, you press the done button yes. uh, to get rid of some of the unwanted things in our lives. Uh, and you press the done button yes. so we can straighten up uh, yes. and come closer to him. Yes. Oh, somebody ought to run around the house this morning oh, yeah. uh, on that. Uh, and can I tell you my third thing? Yes. And then I'm going to move out the way. You see, he did it before. Yes. And he'll do it again. Yes, he will. I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't know about you. Uh, but I can't think of anybody here yes. other than Jesus that I'd rather yes. serve. Uh, Ah, because he did it. He did it in our lives before. Oh, yes, he has. Uh, you know he straightened out some mess. Uh, yeah. Ah, he did it in our money. Uh, ah, you yeah. ain't the first time we've been broke. Uh, yeah. Ah, God. Oh, yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. But he fixed it uh, yeah. in yeah. our homes when it was all tore up. Uh, he did it again. Yeah. Uh, and he can do it. He's done it before and he'll do it again. In our healing. Uh, oh, he's healed us once. Uh, he's yeah. not only healed us once, uh, but he's healed twice and three and four times over and hallelujah we bless God that he can do it again often when he removes those boulders out of our way ah you all know you remove boulders out of the way ah somehow uh, some small little rocks uh, that they, they'll try to fill in the gaps. Yeah, uh, they, yeah, they try to yeah, come yeah, in. Yeah, I know yeah, I'm talking to yeah, somebody. Yeah. They'll try to fill in, uh, try to fill in those holes. Uh, but if he did it before, uh, yeah. oh, he can move them again. Yeah, uh, because yeah, guess yeah. what, church? Uh, it's already done. So yeah. when you need a friend, uh, it's already done. Uh -huh. uh, oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. Yeah. Uh, all our sins yeah. and grief to bear. What a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. When you need God to lift you up out of your depression, oh, it's already done. When your finances have fallen into recession, come on, church, oh, lift up your head this morning because it's already done. When our lives are full of negative impressions, it's already done. When you need more life to hold on to because life might be coming at you too fast. Uh, tell somebody uh, it's already done. Uh, because he lives. Uh, and even when our lives are full of mess, um, and we need God to bless that mess, um, we came to tell you. You'll be amazed uh, like the women in our text this morning. Uh, because it was already done. Already done. Keep on sharing. Keep on believing on Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless God this morning. It's already done. So when Jesus was placed on the cross, ah. suffered, ah, yeah. bled, bled, died, died. Oh, they said Hallelujah. he was done. Oh, Jesus. And when he took him down ah. from the cross, hey, yes, they sir. said, he was done. Ooh. And when they put him 
in that borrowed tomb, they said he was done. But when it rose from the grave, let me tell you out there, he was just getting started. And because he lives, many things that we need are already done. We just got to just wait and see. We got to look up and see that it's already done. And the people of God out there, in their hearts, hopefully said, Amen, Amen, and Amen. We do thank God for these words this morning. I don't know about you today, but I will raise my hand right here, right now, and say I've had some stones in my life. Ha, but I saw God move the stones away. It was already done. It was already in his plan. He allowed some difficulty to come. He allowed some discouraging words to come. He allowed some deterrence to come. But it was already done because he was already there waiting to receive me. So I raised this hand and I raised that hand. I raised both hands to let you know that it's already done. This Easter service is a service of celebration because it's already done. God has already done what it needed to do so that we might have life, have it more abundantly, have a pathway to be saved and to live abundantly in this life. And when it's all over, we'll have a place to go where we can serve God forever and ever. We can give him glory forever.